0: River Kingdoms are an ever-warring group of city-states, kingdoms, and fiefdoms, where lives are threatened every day by conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Mavoy sits the stolen lands, stolen from me and my kind, and degenerated into savage conflict. I have been called by many names, Titania, Nerissa, the Queen of Forgotten Time. Herein lies the end of Stagthorne's tale, where Caleb Peacebringer has finally taken control of the wilderness, monsters, romantic entanglements, the affairs of ancient gods, and war. I will lift the heavy burden from his head and bring Stagthorn peace. Forever. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com. Present Kingmaker, a Paizo adventure path. Episode 143. Okay, so when last we left our hero, you were in a nightmare. Yep. Or rather, you were watching as Tobias... Fought off the snatchers that had come to take your children.
1: Which I kind of wish had been a nightmare. Into a happy, peaceful place. Yeah. Um, but
0: Tobias, being
1: a the hero. warmongering mongering
0: son of his father, wouldn't let it happen. No. And so you and Corwin have watched this happen. Then um, Tobias has functionally rescued himself. Then Tris has come to his rescue as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: well, he didn't need the backup. He wasn't going to be able to take all the statues and the spider.
0: Then um, you have gone on to look for other things. There's a bunch of people in the castle who need their nightmares vanquished and waking up, and you were slowly doing that. Yep. Um, there are more than previously mentioned on screen. Um, there is Van, there is Tristan, uh, there is Christopher Rossi, there is Leon, and there is the old beldame. Interesting. Um, Who are all um, things that you can interact with. They're things you can click on.
1: Yep. Um, Can I ask a question from last week's session? Sure. Um, Tobias was fighting the Snatchers. Yes. And then there were two little things who looked like his younger brothers. Yes. Um, He failed the will save and saw them as his two younger brothers. Yep. Um, Before that, but... Were they snatchers who suddenly turned into his younger brothers? Like, were they snatchers, or were they something else? Uh, they looked like um, before women. before they cast the illusion.
0: They looked like Brendan and Micah,
1: right? So we didn't get to see what they looked like before. No, the
0: things that cl- the things that were hanging outside the window looked like Brendan and Micah. They right. showed up looking like that, right? Okay. And yet, clearly weren't because among other things, there was Spider climbing off a wall.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not worried that they were Brendan and Micah. He was. He's worried that they were baby Tristrams. Yeah. So Tobias will want to sort that out later on.
0: Yeah. Um, Triss has, has actively murdered both of them. Yes, yes, I know. And thrown them out the window and... Triss has and issues,
1: but um, uh, Tobias is upset because he killed one of them.
0: Um, do you want the answer to this now for your peace of mind as a player, or do you want to...
1: No, I'm perfectly happy to leave it and deal with it later. Okay,
0: okay so you went into Van Thorn's dream. Yes. Uh, you are welcome to wreck on it if you... Desperately desire anything other. No, 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 no,
1: yeah, Vaan, um, Vaan seems like the priority here. Vaan seems like a priority.
0: So, uh, Svetlana is
1: thrashing around, you went into her dream, if you remember. that uh, yes, that very view- briefly. Yep. Because um, I was more, Caitlin was concerned. Would uh, tend to rescue Svetlana before Varn in any case. Yes. And um, specifically in the case that um, of the two of them, Varn can't spontaneously catch the bed on fire. Yeah, whereas yeah. Svetlana is completely capable of doing yeah, that. It's
0: merely that Varn is the one that um, actually has a um, a sequence. Attached yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So you enter his dream. And expecting to find nightmares and horror, and instead you find And
1: he's getting married, and Or someone's getting married.
0: You find that as soon as you enter this, you are you you feel like you're physically translocated. Yeah. You find Kaylin basically from his point of view, you reach into Vaan's head. You place yeah. your hands into his head alongside Corwin. And a moment later with no transition, you are sitting on a wooden chair with a vaguely lumpy cushion under you in full armor with weapons at your back and etc. etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Corwin is sitting next to you and there are a large group of people here. You are in Vanhold. Um, it is Vanhold as it looked when Van was getting married to Jamandi. So yep. it's no- it contains none of the new things that you have built. Yeah. Um, it contains... Um, it's... It's a nice place, but it's a rustic village.
1: Yeah, but, um, you know, caron has been here in this circumstance before. In fact, it's possible he was actually sitting on this chair.
0: Vanhold itself looks the same. The wedding, however, is a lot more elaborate. Yeah. Just in general, it looks like thousands and thousands more gold pieces have been spent on this. Yeah. There's the huge archway covered in flowers. Um, you'll see in a moment the bride is in a beautiful dress. Mm. Um Everything is just a lot more opulent, um, and Ivan himself is standing at the front of the aisle, sort of shifting awkwardly um, with, uh, I believe it was, um, I think it was Master Pedro running the wedding. Yeah, that sounds
1: appropriate. In any
0: case, that is yeah. it's his dream, so that's what he has. Master Pedro yeah. is standing up there um, as the priest, as it were. Yeah. Um, and music is playing, and the bride is coming down the aisle. Uh, does Kaylin want to do anything about this, or
1: um... I, I think initially Kaylin's going to look at who the bride is.
0: Yeah. So you look around at the crowd and the group. You know, you see Corwin e- to...
1: endeavoring to look relatively casual for the moment. He's not. He's not immediately going to try and mess with the scenario before he even understands what's happening. Yeah,
0: Corwin. You see Corwin next to you, who gives you a slight understanding nod and a shrug. But, mm. You know. Cool. I understand the context. You know, yeah. we're in his wedding. I don't know why it's his nightmare, yeah. but but here we all are. Um, and as you look around the crowd, you can make out any number of people here. Um, most of them are people that were actually at his wedding, including ones you wouldn't necessarily want to see again, like Garnak Bone Picking. Well, yeah. elders um, is here. Yeah. Um, the, um... Can you give me a spot check?
1: I don't know if Elvis actually made. Marlon's wedding didn't he go off on his honeymoon with Chris? Wasn't he off on his honeymoon with Crystal? Or did he come?
0: I think that came later. Oh no! I think he came to Marlon's. He came to Marlon's wedding to Jamandi. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Which took
0: like the wedding. that uh, yeah, had yeah. Non- it's the wedding he had to Jamandi, Roll.
1: He had so many weddings.
0: Yeah, he married Spitlana. Um, uh, almost certainly in Varnhold again, yeah, but yeah. it was different to this. Yeah, it was
1: considerably later, yeah. Okay, so I made... A, what, what check was I making there? Spot. Cool. Um, I've got a 20.
0: Okay, so as you look around at the crowd, one of the people sitting in the front row... Um, so lots of people you're expecting to see. There are not faceless masses here. These are people Caitlin would recognise yeah. and know, at least in tangential Passing. One of the people at the front is Jomondi. Yeah. Um, Caitlin's eyebrows go up, huh? Uh, who is sitting there in a simple sort of rustic bridal dress, which looks vaguely nice on her, but everyone is just completely ignoring this fact. Yeah. Um, on a 20, you can also see that she is not breathing. Ah, She's, she's functioning, like she is looking round, and yeah. she is uh, alive, but she is not breathing. Her eyes look glassy. She looks like she is a reanimated corpse.
1: Okay, the, that's... A
0: relatively fresh one, and everyone else just ignores this. Yeah. This is a perfectly normal part of the dream to them.
1: And um, what about the woman coming down the aisle?
0: That would be Svetlana.
1: Ah, I think I can already see where this is going. Who
0: looks like herself. Yeah. Um, a bit... Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm not sure how Caleb would perceive this. Um, she looks like Van's dream version of Svetlana, so she looks very much like herself. She is in a completely resplendent bridal gown. Yeah, um, It is actually... Be- it is significantly better than what Jumandi was wearing at the original Rustic Wedding. It's significantly better than what Svetlana was actually wearing yeah. at her fancy wedding. Um, and Svetlana herself is just radiant
1: and and is beautiful
0: this, and powerful. Is
1: this an idealized version of Svetlana?
0: Yeah. she doesn't. Kaylin
1: probably doesn't notice the distinction. Yeah, yeah. She, I don't think... Um, I think Kaylin's self-portrait of Svetlana is probably slightly less radiant than Vans, yeah. but not so much as he's actually going to pick up on this. Corwin would probably notice that this is like an idealised portrait of her. Yeah,
0: like, it's it's nothing obvious. She's not, you know, taller or with bigger yeah. breasts or anything in that neighbourhood. It's just...
1: She's extra she's, she's
0: flawless. Yeah. She's the flawless version of Svetlana. And she is coming down the aisle, her veil on, you know, smiling and sort of yeah. looking at everyone and waving and generally behaving as a bride should as she heads to the front where Vaan shifts nervously.
1: Yeah. All right, um, and Caelan's and going to lean over and Hester to Corwin. Let's keep an eye on it. It's going to go downhill. It'll have to. Go, it'll be going downhill soon, I'd say. And um, he will not over to Jim. Uh, he will not over to the undead Jumundi. Yeah. The other,
0: the other thing you will probably notice is that well, if Svetlana looks better, Van looks worse. Yeah. Again, nothing obvious. He's not missing eyes or fingers or shorter or whatever. Yeah. He's just he's kind of slumped. He's a little uglier. He's a little dirtier.
1: Yeah. Carolyn has a moment of fellow feeling.
0: You know what it's like when you marry someone who's vastly better looking than you. Well,
1: in in Caitlin's case, very, very much so. So,
0: And Svetlana moves down the aisle, and the music stops playing, and Master Pedro begins to speak. Yeah. And I'll just fast forward through some of this. You know, he. Yeah. So
1: what we are doing at this point is just is sitting there and letting the scenario play out a little bit more. Like, the theory is people need to confront these things for themselves, and right now Van's marrying the girl of his dreams. We haven't really hit the confronting bit yet.
0: Maester Rod speaks of love and unity and the hard work these two have put in in founding Van Hold, you know, driving off the centaurs, um, you know... Making, carving out a space in the set sa- in these savage stolen lands themselves, blah blah blah. And his speech is this bizarre amalgamation of things that Vaughn and Jemandi did together, things that Var and Svetlana did, and he talks about them simultaneously, even though it makes no sense. Yeah, so they've carved out Var Hall um, while also working together in Elks Rest. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, and after a, a noble rescue from a fire. Yeah. You know, and the resurrection of goody Niska and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, with no, no problems yeah. with this. They all just merge into each other. And Varn is smiling happily and nodding away. And then it gets to about the point where Canon is probably expecting things to go wrong. Yeah. Where Maester Pedro turns to the audience...
1: Oh, if, any, if there are any
0: objections. Yeah, before they get to the I do's, yeah. he turns to the audience and says, I'm not sure which way it goes around. Do you do I do's and then the objections? No, the objection? you do
1: the objections. Yeah. If you're going to do the objections at all, which you shouldn't, it's because it's just asking for trouble. But this is
0: Vaughn's nightmare, so of course they're going to ask. Yeah,
1: and the moment. whole point is, it, it before this couple... If anyone have any objections, it's before the last bit of the ceremony. Yeah.
0: Then Before we unite these two together... In the holy light, uh, in the holy bindings of Aristotle, in the harmony of marriage, I ask if there is anyone here who knows of any of the many good reasons why these two should not be joined in holy matrimony.
1: <laughs> 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 A bit of editorializing there from Hansel conscious, I feel.
0: <laughs> and Caelan feels something come over him. Of course, you should object. The woman that you're in love with is about to marry your brother you have to make it abundantly clear that this can't happen hmm? as you start to get sucked into Vaughn's projection on the dream and can you make me a will save?
1: All right. 35. I don't find... Kaelin doesn't find this a particularly plausible scenario as opposed yes. to, you know, I am playing with my little son, which is yes. very much more this is something I do in the waking world. I may have temporarily lost the fact that we're dreaming. So you shift awkwardly and...
0: You feel this temptation go over you. Yeah. And what it is specifically is you want to jump up from your seat and object, and you want to object on the basis that um Sven She's won. too good for them? Uh no, that she's yours. Ah, uh, yeah. You saw her first. Yeah, well, I saw her. You you had it. her first. Yeah.
1: Not in, the, not in the most classical sense, but in every other sense, yeah. Hmm?
0: No, no, you you had her first. Ah, okay, yeah. You were in love with her first. Yeah. You know, she is in love with you. Yeah. It's not so much that Van isn't good enough for her, it's that you are better. Yeah. And you sort of sift awkwardly in your chair and go to stand up slightly yep. and then shift and wiggle around and sit back down. And Cale
1: likes to put his hands over his mouth as he's quite surprised by the urge to do this, even though he's able to repress it.
0: Yeah. And Corwin looks sideways at you, sort of works out what's going on and starts chuckling slightly into his hand.
1: Cale will... <laughs> puts, Calen, a,
0: puts a hand on your knee to push you down a little. Yeah.
1: Cale will um, slightly but significantly elbow him in the brim. <laughs>
0: Say again, does anyone have any objections why these two should not be joined? And at this point, Jamandi stands up. And I've just got to find her voice. Yes. Yeah. I object. On what basis? On the basis that Van, is un- Van Thorn is unsuitable to be married to anyone. That he is a failure. That he led his bride and all who love him to their deaths. That he will do the same to this woman. Deserves far better. And. Van winces. And. Turns to her. And steps away from Svetlana. And starts going towards this. And,
1: and at this point Caelan is going to get up. Yep. And make his way to Van's side. Yep.
0: No one else seems to have any, um, uh, idea that anything is wrong here. Yep. Perfectly normal part of the wedding for the previous zombie bride yep. to get up and object. And as you get closer, um, as Van starts acknowledging Humandi, Caitlin can now see she is not only dead, she is getting worse. She is starting to rot. Her skin yep. is turning grey,
1: yep. pale.
0: is starting to smell slightly.
1: Caitlin winces slightly because, um, frankly, Zombie Oleg is still pretty fresh in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was much more traumatic when he thought that was really happening, and he actually let someone zombify Oleg. But um, you know, it was you know he hasn't really had any time to recover.
0: Van starts moving towards her. You get up and move hastily towards the front.
1: Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is like Van is heading towards Jemande. Jamande is moving towards him. Kael... No, she's just standing. Up oh, okay. okay. Van is moving towards Jemande. Kellen's going to sort of come around from the side and be a little behind Van. Absolutely. Hey, but just kind of nearby him as he's. Starts to enter the scenario more fully.
0: No difficulty doing so. Um, People and the wedding guests mutter and point and look at you and sort of mutter behind their backs about how rude this is. Yeah. Eldus himself sighs and rolls his eyes. Yeah. Most dismayed at his son's rudeness.
1: But I'm pretty uninterested in the, um, what the rest of the people are doing at this point. Yeah, very fair.
0: Okay, and. What you move around behind Van, he notes notes you but does not. um,
1: Yeah, so I'm going to see, I'm going to let him respond to Jumande a little, and then I'm. So, what does he say to her as he sort of comes up to her?
0: He looks back at you somewhat curiously, gives you a slight glare, and then goes forward to her and says, You're right. I did fail her. I did fail you. You shouldn't be here anymore you died
1: that's right good 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 spotting brother
0: like he doesn't seem to find this deeply yeah. disturbing like holy fuck what's the zombified what's yeah, yeah, are yeah, yeah. doing here it's just this isn't you know yeah this
1: isn't right good good spotting this isn't real right Cameron,
0: what are you doing Ah, uh, she invited you of course.
1: Alright. <laughs> oh, Possibly yeah, we don't get on. Listen. This isn't real. No. No. She wasn't at your wedding on account of being- to Svetlana on account of being dead and all. This isn't your wedding to Svetlana. You've been married to her for months.
0: Months. I certainly hope it lasts that long, but don't you see I have to try? It wasn't my fault, he says to Why shouldn't I have some happiness from it? I cared for you first, but I loved her better. You deserved better. But life doesn't always give us what we deserve. And slowly she sits down again without saying a word, folds her arms and kind of glares at him a bit. And he turns back and moves back to the um, the bridal altar.
1: All right. Um, Kellen is going to um, kind of go and sort of stand off to the side in a kind of vaguely kind of best man sort of position. He does. If the uh, Van, he wants to see where this is going. He's not quite sure how to participate, but he doesn't just want to go sit down again. So he's going to stand up, and uh, I'm just going to stand over here. Now the ceremony can proceed, kind of way.
0: And he returns the aisle. And Pedro just smiles like this is all perfectly normal Mm -hmm. and continues Very well then. Van Thorn, do you take this woman to heaven to hold? Blah 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 blah. I do. Svetlana Leventon do you take this man to blah 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 blah. And she smiles, takes her veil aside and says Well, actually
1: (laughs) Oh, there we are.
0: And she takes Van's hands and holds him, holds his hands tightly up to her chest. And he says, we should talk. It's not you. It's me. Well, uh, I mean, it's not me. It's him. And she flicks her head backwards to where Caitlin is. Um,
1: glances, uh, glances at the humans. Oh, bloody hell.
0: You see, I loved him first. And I still love him best. He's married, but... We can find a way to make that work. I mean... It just doesn't seem fair to do this to you. You've always known that you were the second choice. And Bond winces.
1: Kale winces too with that.
0: I'm sorry, it's just, well, what are you, a ruler of a ruined, burning, rustic farm village with no people left in it? He's a king. He's the real eldest son. He's everything that you're not. Sorry, Vern, it just has to be this way. And can you give me another little save? Yeah. Alright.
1: Mm. Nineteen.
0: As in a blink, sort of between one breath and the next, Svetlana is up next to you, reaches her arms around you, yeah. and starts <laughs> kissing you passionately. Yeah. Um, Bryn is here at this wedding, Yeah. just kind of sitting quietly in, in one of the um, slightly yeah. back rows with no objection to this whatsoever. Yeah. Because <laughs> why would she worry?
1: Yeah. Um, Did I, was that enough? Did I make the say?
0: Uh, you will definitely start leaning into it. At some yeah. point, you, you don't see the intervening steps. You are suddenly just kissing Svetlana. Yeah,
1: yeah okay, Cailin gets a bit more caught up in that than,
0: you know, and is necessarily ideal. You are caught up and passionately kissing her, and then she pulls away, shrugs slightly to Vaan, you know, vaguely apologetically... And Van glares at you (laughs) with murder in his eyes, reaches down, pulls out his sword. Now, every time you have seen Van do this, he usually does it with a very iron purpose. You know, he is facing his enemy, Mm. he is in training, he is rigorous, he is disciplined. Here, sword wavers slightly, like he's not quite sure whether to point the blade at you or at himself. (laughs) He
1: says to you, how could you? Oh boy. I didn't. This isn't real. This isn't what's, ha- this isn't what happened. Look around you. Why are you getting married to Svetlana Livington in Vanholt? In, in the original city of Vanholt. If you're the king of a ruined kingdom, then what are all these people doing here? This doesn't make sense. Think about it.
0: I know. that you haven't had the easiest life, Kevin. I can't change what happened to you. I can't change the circumstances that brought us here. But I trusted you. I... I shouldn't have, but I did. Doesn't it tell you anything, Kevin? Doesn't it give you even a moment's pause? You've turned all three of your brothers
1: against you? Gail and Winces is oh Well that's a relief anyway. You betrayed Triss the Rushlight
0: Tournament. You chased him away and you sent him back when he wanted to come back to his family. You stole Tristan's kingship. And now you steal my wife. Shh and he steps forward with the sword now. Yeah. And Looks, and, and is clearly menacing you, really yeah. to engage you, but waiting on this. Vaan is not the sort of man who is going to run you through, even yeah. though he is seethingly furious.
1: Yeah, I know, I can see he wants to duel me, but I'm not going to make that easy for him. The,
0: the emotional impression is very much like he's just walked in on you and Svetlana in bed together. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, you know, the impression from her little speech kind of suggests that she was still sleeping with Caleb in the background of getting married to Vaughn.
0: absolutely and yeah. you have had that passing impression go through your mind that yeah. like you were going to stand up and say no no we're totally still a couple
1: yeah So. Karen. So
0: clearly, Edvard's Edvan's nightmare, you know, you and Svetlana have just maintained this relationship. Yeah. She's marrying him out of pity or because you're not available or whatever. Yeah. But in the last minute, she's just gone, oh, ah.
1: actual, well, actually, well, yeah.
0: actually, You never want the bride to say, well, actually, instead of I do.
1: Yeah. And Carolyn will step forward a little, but pointedly without drawing any of his numerous weapons. Yeah.
0: Corwin at this point has gotten quietly up, man. as quietly as Corwin gets. Clanked round behind you.
1: Draw. Nay, I'm not going to fight you. Coward among everything else. <laughs> and coward <Cameron> just snorts. <laughs> yeah. Nay. No, I'm not going to fight you because this isn't real. There's never been anything between Switlana and I, except. Am I
0: not good enough to fight? Is that it? You think you'll beat me too easily? And he nicks the sword out and just basically slaps it across your armor. He's not yep. trying to actively cut you here. It's just a ring and a s- Caleb recognizes this yep. technique immediately. It's just a ring and a slap of metal. I've beaten you before when Aye. we were training. When we were training at the staff.
1: I. And maybe you could beat me again, but I'm not gonna fight you.
0: He's right, you won't win me even if you beat him.
1: That's not the real Svetlana. She would never go with one man, she would never go with one man, and if she loved another. It's not how she is. Look around yourself. Look at all the people in the audience. Some of these people
0: he slaps you across the
1: face and Kaelin snarls a little bit and um, Kaelin puts a hand up yep. and um, gr- makes a grab for his hand yep. grabs his hand and whacks <laughs> it essentially shakes it so yep. um, they he can go uh, uh, holds it nay listen Look around you. Where are we? Varnholt. Is it a kingdom? My city. Yes, but is it a kingdom? I... If it's a kingdom, why are you marrying one of my counsellors? Because I love...
0: I loved her. I love her still. I...
1: Yes, but when did you meet her? Working together every day on my council? After Vordecai destroyed the city?
0: I... Vordecai, he destroyed the city.
1: Some of these people in the audience, they died.
0: I failed them.
1: But the point is, that's not where we are, is it? Look, this is your marriage to Jemande.
0: You failed us. Comes Jumandi's voice as she stands back up for five.
1: This isn't real. This isn't right. Whether or not you believe I'd do this, I've done you a fair bit of wrong in the past as well, whether or not you're angry at me. You know she wouldn't do this. This isn't her way. If she loved me and not you, she would have told you that from the beginning. And Caleb will at this point let his hand go and step back.
0: I... R- rubbing his chin <laughs> and the sword wavers as he sort of points it at Kaelin, yeah. turns it and points it back at his own heart
1: points it at Kaelin and Kaelin's just going to stand there at this point. Points
0: it back at his own heart again very much ready to sort yeah. of sheathe it in his, in his chest I failed the all, and can you give me a diplomacy check? 26. You may Add two to that as Corwin actually manages to assist you on a diplomacy check. Wow,
1: I'm, I'm startled. 28.
0: From behind. He says, come on, lad. You know this isn't right. You've always been a scrapper, but you don't fight family. I... I can't... I... What do I do now? It's your fears, lad.
1: You did well with Jumandi, but you need to face down Svetlana the same way. This isn't real. You need to let it go.
0: He moves over to Svetlana. Sort of brushes the veil aside from her face again. She just smiles at him, not objecting to any of this. You could have done better. Of course you could have. Anyone would have been a step down for you. I won't be the perfect husband, but I also won't. All oh, the name of the gods is there. I, I want. And can you give me another spot check?
1: No, uh, ten. Followed by a will save. I don't know about that. Yeah, I've got quite. I would like to draw some hero uh, points. Certainly. But I'd like to know why I'm. Um...
0: Titania's curse is um in your head as well as your body. Yeah. That applies in the dream as well.
1: Yeah. Um, but this is a will save not a um not a, not a co- battle co- correct. I'm just
0: um reminding right. you yeah. that as we get there, and the reason I remind you of that is because being accompanied by Corwin, can you deal seven more hero points and add them to your pile? Oh right, yep. Because he still retains this ability.
1: Ah, because um, Titan I- you know wasn't with us when we um.
0: This is what he gained from Titania.
1: Yeah, and presumably. He didn't earn her, incur her wrath by turning against her.
0: Correct. Uh, because he is dead. Yeah. Uh, so he draws a hand of seven hero points. Yeah. Uh, he may freely trade any of them with Caelan. Yeah. Um, he may discard and redraw any of them he chooses, once per hand. Yeah. Um, and um, he has a big walking stack of fate points here.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. In that case, I'm going to spend the swap him the um, Tangled Briar for the new tag yep. and um, draw a, draw myself a Constitution card.
0: Sure. Um, you can spend his ones as well that was my point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I see what he... Yeah, so I spend one of his cards... Is a um, I can't remember how it works with the signs, though. Is uh, Any
0: time you spend his ones, they're just regular cards. No yep.
1: matter what they are. Cool, all right. So I will spend the Tangled Briar.
0: As to what's happening I can describe that. But yes, you're going to want to save against this. Okay,
1: sure. Whew. Different dice. Good old corn. <laughs> Do you want the descriptor at this point? Yeah, go ahead while I endeavour to roll a third. Make a third attempt at the... um will see... Two ones in a row is pretty brutal.
0: So what you hear in your mind is a sound. A call of some sort. You could never describe it as a sound. But it echoes through your veins like something is calling to you. Some irresistible force calling on you to turn to march south to an island there. Leave what you are doing. Walk away from Van Hold. It is not yours. Go to Vorticae. Ooh. The Oculus of Abenon is calling you.
1: Oh, Lord, yeah, I am going to make it, want to make that say.
0: Because this is what Van describes as happening. He saw his people just get up and start walking, and then he did the same thing. Yeah. And you actively see several of the wedding guests are just walk getting up, looking slightly blank, and walking blindly off that away? Yep. Alright. And failing the will save means you get sucked into the dream effect, so you will end up going with it to wherever yep. this takes you.
1: The, um, I've spent two, um, two fate points thus far, and I've gotten myself up to a mighty three, which is an 18 and not an automatic failure. Yep. I would imagine it's not enough. That
0: is still not enough.
1: Is it close to enough, or nowhere close to enough? Uh, and it's within four of enough, so... Yeah. Alright, I will try one more re-roll. Yeah, I think your
0: rerolls will probably serve you better than your d6s. So.
1: Well, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, Um. now I'm within two of enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. You can hear Corwin speaking to you in a distant div voice as if he's underwater. Just as distant lad. He is not getting sucked into this, but... um...
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to decide, because the thing is, um, if I take one of... I I don't know how many of Corwins I want to use on this. But I could use one of corns or one of mine as a D6 and pull it off, and yeah. very likely pull well, it off. He, I mean,
0: he's here for the duration of this adventure, and then having all his hero points leaving again. Yeah. So,
1: all right, one more.
0: Do not trust that reroll?
1: <laughs> no. There we go. And for the no, mega cost, to... for the mega cost of four hero points, I uh, make that. Well, say, in all fairness, the Oculus of Abaddon, my um. You know, I wouldn't have done it originally. Caten
0: was uh, You might have actually, because it's under a certain head. Dice people are just sucked in by this. Yeah, um, you've been a hero. Actually, to save. no one else did, of course, because they're NPCs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you feel the call to move south to head for Vordecai's lair for the island, to just follow this, abandoning everything else you were doing, turning and walking away from the wedding. Um, Van does not seem to be feeling this at all. Svetlana clearly is, however, as he's looking at her and talking to her, he's trying to express his heart to her. And she's kind of just trying to stare past him and wander away. Yeah. Which is also kind of sad because he's pouring out his heart and going, you know, I, yeah. I always loved you, and she's just like, Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, that's that's good. I'm going this way. Yeah. Um What you see here is um people are heading south yeah. right towards Vorkai's Island, except Vaughn except yourself and Corwin... and except the zombified Jamandi Roll... who is standing there watching this... and as you watch it... as you watch it... and watch her... and don't get drawn past... more of the flesh... flakes away from her face... revealing bone beneath... and Van is frantically trying to get Svetlana's attention... But clearly isn't prepared to physically lay a hand mm. on her. He steps around in front of her, goes to grab her and stops himself mm. and raises his hands back. Um, he, said, he says, I love you. Isn't it enough? Svetlana, listen to me. What do I have to say? What do I have to do? Who do I have to be? And you hear from Jamandi, Thrice will you ask her and
1: done. Mm-hmm.
0: And the rest of the flesh flakes away from her face to reveal a large skull, one eye hole socketed within it. And then just kind of as her clothes and her skin fall away, you see Draudekai standing there with his raven on his shoulder, who ah and looks at you. Um and at this point, as you look at it, you saw the original one? Her hmm. Agnumon is familiar. And this, it looks similar. It's a bird. It's a raven. No, it's a it's a rook. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting on Vordecai's shoulder. Is mm-hmm. <laughs> the nightmare rook basically in some sort of vague guise as a Ragnarok? And Svetlana starts to walk off, and Corwin looks at this. Ah. Well, uh, I think we've found. I think we've. found what the embodiment of his fear is. Mm-hmm. What do you say we give him a hand with this?
1: Yep. <laughs> Van, if you wanted to stop He
0: looks vaguely, distractedly at you. If
1: you wanted to stop pulling them all away, you need to stop him. And the bird. Bird's part of the problem. You have no power here,
0: Kalin Thorne. This is more yep. speaking again. I have come for your soul once, and I have returned for it again. The citizens of Van Hold are mine to do with and dispose of as I please. You are a minor obstacle, shortly to be corrected. And he starts to move towards you. Yep, yeah.
1: and I'm going to look to Van. Rather than circle in to fight him on my own, I want to get Van to fight him, and I'll back him up
0: and that is on Forticai. just give me a minute. Yes. and Vorticae will actively start moving towards you and start casting things and at yep. this point we step into initiative
1: right yep Okay, then I'm I'm real glad I'm not um, just wandering off making Corwin do it all himself. Huh?
0: Uh, no, Corwin can't do this himself. Uh right. he, he ceases to exist in the dream when you're not paying attention to him. He couldn't snap you out of Tobias's thing. Yeah. He just floated to the background.
1: Yeah. But he snapped me me out eventually. Not
0: Tobias' thing, um Brandon Mike. Isn't yeah. It?
1: He snapped me at Oh, eventually.
0: Yes, but is eventually thirty seconds from now, oh, or is okay. it dream logic after you've walked three quarters of the way across the stolen lands? Yeah, lanes? yeah. Carolyn's
1: mm-hmm. well, initiative ought to be his friend, and the desire to so let Van um, take the lead. Fifty. Oh, actually, rolled quite well for a change. Dashing hero, on. Yep.
0: Okay, so 15. Uh, a whopping 10 for Corwin. Uh, individual. 13 for Vortekite. Yep. And... One, 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 one...
1: Uh, 16 for Vaughn. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, um, we've got Van sort of over here, Caelan's just a little behind him, and Corwin's just a little behind Caelan.
0: Yeah, Vodakai is advancing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, what we'll do is just move everybody over a bit, yep. so that there's, a, a, there's no reason to be jammed into one tiny corner of the battle map.
0: And Svetlana is trying to uh, almost unconsciously just kind of move around Varn. She's not prepared yep. to engage him or fist fight him or shut him out of the way or anything. She just is trying to drift past him through the middle of what's looking like it's going to become a battlefield. Yep. Okay, and so Vortokai is stepping forward to engage you. You were trying to persuade yep. Varn um, to fight him. At which point we will start with a diplomacy check from you. Yep.
1: Uh, that's a 21.
0: And call at this point. We'll say, Vlad, it's your nightmare. to you, know, you can fight it. Or we can. I mean, that's kind of what we're here for. So, somewhat, I mean, you might be helpful under some circumstances. <laughs> um, uh, I was never any good at this sort of
1: thing. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll we'll say, hey... You can stop... He's trying to do just to Svetlana what he did to Jumande. He's trying to pull her away, but you can stop him. If you strike him down, this will all be over. And... Colin and I will help. But we can't do it without you. And what was your roll? Uh, 21. Cute. Um, so...
0: Van hesitates and does indeed begin to actually step forward. He sort of looks hesitantly at Svetlana, turns his back and pushes her behind him. Um, Turns, pulls his sword on Vorticai And he says, You took them from me. You killed my wife. You will kill my wife. He doesn't seem to be super troubled by the logical fallacies. Yeah. this. again, it's dream logic. Vortokai yeah. has killed his wife. Vortokai will kill his wife. Yeah. I never got a chance to strike you down. But you're here now, in sword range. I don't know what you've done to them. But you can't have them. Shh! Get away from my people. And he will pull his sword... And step forward very cautiously towards Bordecai.
1: Yep. Like he's sort of possibly doing some kind of combat. Experience. Very much so. He
0: whirls his blade very, yep. very defensively. Not really sure what he's getting into here.
1: And he's um, presumably not moving up to melee range to prevent Bordecai full attacking him? Or he is moving up to melee range to make a swing?
0: Uh, he will mo- he will not move into Bordecai's threatened area. Because remember, Bordecai's got big cyclops arms. Ah, and he's yes. a large creature. Yep. Uh, Voldemort himself looks exactly like you remember him as. Yeah. Um, which I can show you the photo again if you want it.
1: Yeah. Sure. Has been a while. i I Ask you. No word from people. Sounds like the little kids are just enjoying their world.
0: Where is a guy? Here it is. Yep. So, a, a dead Cyclops in a great cloak. Large size, apparently carries no weapons of any meaningful kind, but of course he's a spellcaster. Yeah. Um, and then it is you. Cool.
1: So, Kalen's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30.
0: Same thing, Not trying not to move in this threatened area. No, no.
1: What for my initial move? Yeah, yeah. And then um, he draws um, Gatekeeper, and um, so hypothetically, how I, I have all three swords, right? Yes. So, so I, I can give you a reminder
0: of what Hordecai was. Yeah. He was um, he is a Cyclops Lich? Yeah. And a wizard. Uh, he has or had a lot of dangerous spells. This was yeah. now. two two books worth of adventure ago. Yeah. You have no idea what this dream version will be able to do per se, but you imagine it must comply to vaguely the same things. Yeah. Um, Most notably, he had damage reduction 15 against all weapons that weren't both bludgeoning and magical. Right, yes. That said, sacrifice cuts through all known forms of DR. Ah, yes, it does too.
1: Okay, so uh, actually, um, Caelan,
0: well... That, that would have made your life a hell of a lot easier, but the other swords will be of limited value against him simply because his DR-15 will, will gave bounce them. off.
1: Yeah, so Catelyn draws Matchless Sentinel and he uses his, his second action as a move action and combines the swords as a sacrifice. He also has a bunch of spells and a
0: paralytic touch. Yep. If he touches you and you fail to save, then you're paralyzed.
1: Yeah, so basically I'm providing an alternate target... And I'm getting sacrifice ready in its, um... In its Mordecai-killing, um... Weapon form. Yeah, Because, like, he can't hit both of us unless he's got a, um, relatively good cone effect. Do you recall who you took him with originally? I'm pretty sure it was not Corn. No, it was Michaela.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because we snuck into his base and then found, um... And then found the secret thing that... It, and Michaela did the d- um, divination about what would happen if we blew up his special eye room. Yep. And it said he'd teleported in and he'd be enraged but weakened. Yeah. Except much more poetically phrased. Yeah. And we did it and then we fought him and we killed him. And then we found an escape route with um, the centaur girl Z- Zaman. Yes. And got out of there. And then Gordon and I came or something like that. Oh, we switched tiny members. Yep. And Corwin and I came through the whole base, killing my way through the vast quantities of um, yeah. giant cyclopses and things that we had down there. Yeah.
0: So, Corwin has Nettlesplate with him, his undead vain thing, but knowing what he knows, he still knows that he will draw his Morning Star out yeah. it, which is a magical bludgeoning weapon.
1: But it's actually Vordecai before Corwin, I ah, yes. Fair.
0: So, yeah. so then, the insects would think to threaten their better. You are a small man of a small kingdom, he says, looking at Caleb and looks to Varn. And you are an even smaller man of an insignificant village. I will slay you here and now, but it will not end there. Kaelin knows, as you do not, the horror of what comes next. The deadlights I will cast you shrieking and insane into. First, though, you will face me, and you will see that you are little next to me. And he, his fingers flicker as he casts something on himself very rapidly, and casts a quickened spell to Kaelin, and as he speaks, you notice that Vordecai's mouth is moving slightly. The voice sort of projects out from him because he's a lich. But the Nightmare Rook on his shoulder, its mouth is also flapping in mm. time with what he is saying, as it's, as they both speak with Vordecai's voice. With just that slight overlay, the GM can't do. It's just a sort of... Mm. And... You think you could barely face... Mordecai in the, in the waking world, yet you think you will face him here in a nightmare. He is your nightmare brought to life, Caleb Thorne. You should have run when you had the chance. Thrice it came and it has passed. Now your nightmares wake and live. And points a skeletal hand at him, and something begins to shimmer out from it, some nameless shadowy horror that you cannot even coalesce into a form, and can you give me a will save as he casts Phantasmal Killer on you?
1: Yep. I am just not having a good day with
0: the D6, D20s. I uh, point out if you fail the will save, because you know how this works, you yep. are then entitled to a fortitude save to not die of a heart attack, which you are substantively better at.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to make another, I'm not going to try and dig my way out of another failed will save. No, the, um, you know, it's been a bad nightmare day, and the, um, the soul eater is is definitely one of Caelan's nightmares. Yeah, And a very appropriate one under this context. No, Kaelin fails to disbelieve the illusion.
0: And so this vague, shadowy form coalesces more into the ball with the long-reaching arms coming out from it, and you hear Corwin from behind you, yet the voice is coming in your ear like a whispered memory instead of from himself. So you hear, Lad, it's a soul-eater. It's come for you. It knows your name. And it reaches out towards you and touches you, and Kaelin feels his soul ripping out. And your heart begins to beat faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. Can you give me a fortitude save?
1: Okay. 31. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That said...
1: I know it's a lot of damage. Kaelin is a lot here. Yeah. Well, also, um, the actual soul leader gets to suck my will right out of me, and I don't have vast quantities of wisdom. Can you take nine
0: points of physical damage as you have a minor heart attack effectively sure um and then the soul leader reaches for you touches your soul and then simply passes through you and caitlin is sweating a little heart beating fast feeling tired feeling hurt but most distinctly not dead or with your soul or anything of the sort
1: Wow, um I thought the Phantasmal Killer did you more, more damage than that if you make the will save if you uh, fail the will save.
0: Will save, followed by a fortitude save, fail the fort save and die, pass the Fort save and take three D six.
1: Okay, Killing makes this Phantasmal Killer Fortitude Save, which yep. is great.
0: Yep. And that's Fortiqueye.
1: Cool. Cool team Corwin, I'm glad I didn't try and re roll that will save mm-hmm.
0: So Corwin steps forward. Um and Huh. I never did get a crack at you in the, in, the, in the real world. I was always looking forward to it though. I don't know what you are, if you're his fear, or the rook, or what manner of beastie. Truth to tell, I'm a bit out of my depth here. But I know one thing enough. If you're real enough to exist in this dream, then you're real enough to die in it. <laughs> they attached the morning star, his hand. But I know another thing. But my lady's grace reaches through all things, dream or no, mm-hmm. and casts something on himself, uh, and actually, given that's Vorticai, so, my lady's grace reaches through all dreams, real or no. You have to play by the rules here as much as we do. You get drawn in, given Vorticai's form, means you act like him, means you are him, means you don't like the light, <laughs> <laughs> and throws a searing light at him. Yeah. And then we'll step forward. And the light. Vortokai's touch AC is appalling. <laughs> Good for him. Steps through. Light flares out from Corwin's hand. And he casts Searing Light on Vortokai. mm mm-hmm. And indeed... It seems that Corwin is right here. Whatever else this thing is, it will behave like an undead Cyclops Lich. Yep. The light strikes it, bursts, and Mordecai winces away from it. Uh, taking a crap load of damage.
1: Yep. Is he perchance a light-sensitive undead?
0: Uh, he is not, in fact.
1: Uh, but, but he is an undead. But he is an
0: undead, and Corwin now has many fine caster levels, so he deals with 10d6 damage. Good for Corwin. 44 points of damage. Sweet. And that is calling.
1: Yep, and now it's Vaan. Uh,
0: Vaan steps forward cautiously. Uh, he still has enough tumble to do this, rolls up to Vorticai with ease, uh, in fact will roll around Vorkai to flank him.
1: That's thoughtful. Caelan was trying to get round there, but he, he is big and clanky and slow. Um,
0: and dances round him and looks to you. Kalen. I don't understand this, but I know this monster threatens kingdoms, yours and mine both. Will you help me, brother? Always. Always. Circles around Vorkai uh, and... Waves the sword experimentally at him, and then strikes very cautiously at him. Yep. And will connect with him. Sweet! Uh, At which point, the sword glances off, doing nothing.
1: Ah, because he's got, um...
0: Because it is a sword, it is not a magical bludgeoning weapon. Ah, yes. Van stabs out at him, and the blade simply glances off Vortokai's bones, seeming to not harm him. So, and
1: it's yep. So, Kaelin is going to move to here and provoke from Vorticai.
0: Yep. Vorticai reaches out with a hand. And roll a 23 versus your touch AC. Uh,
1: which will quite certainly hit Kaelin's sad little touch AC.
0: And one of his skeletal hands just touches you very briefly in passing. And you feel a cold chill or dark negative energy rolls through you. And then, can you give me a save, and I can't play, uh, a fortitude save. As you feel your body starting to shut down. Uh,
1: that's another 31.
0: Kill. Cool. Uh, take 15 points of negative energy damage.
1: Yep. So, because of course the last time we had the chance to prepare by casting death water on ourselves yep. which made this, these kinds of things less of a problem but that's the downside mm. with nightmares
0: and then you freeze up slightly as your body stiffens and begins to become paralysed and then you power through
1: cool then, um, continue I think the most helpful thing I could do at this juncture brother is to loan you a sword and Caelan hands sacrifice uh, passes sacrifice to Barnum
0: Vaughn reaches out for it. And his fingers pass through it. Drat. Uh. Corwin looks at this. I don't know, lad. It's a part of, the, it's a part of you. It's a part of the fae. It belongs to you and not in his dream. It's a good thought.
1: How All right. Well, plan B then. And um, I was looking for the sword because it's more your sword. But let's try this. And, um... With sacrifice in one hand... Yep. Kalen will will draw his heavy magic flail... Yep. Uh, which he can't hold... He's not trying to wield... He's just yep. trying to hold... Absolutely. And Endeavor had that to Vaughn.
0: And this one... Vaughn's fingers wrap around... Like it is a solid object... And he takes it...
1: Yep. It's uh... It ain't your sort of weapon... Being big and... Uh, big and um... Clanky and clunky... But... It is... It can hurt him... And it is... It's specifically designed... To fight it in fact... Because it's an undead bang weapon. Yep. <laughs> it's a magical bludgeoning undead bang weapon. That's fair. Um, so, um... I will, in fact, loan you its stat block. It's just that. Um, it's dead. a flail on there. Dead. Kaelin will then attack um, car once with sacrifice. I have just neglected the nice flank, but I didn't really want to just pet the weapon at bar. Yeah, that's fair. I'll do I'll start moving around. Alright, uh, that's a 34 sacrifice.
0: Yes, you cleave into Vordekai.
1: Okay, and I deal the minimum, so 13 points of damage. Cute.
0: Cool. It all cuts through, and Vorticaid's eye socket narrows slightly. What sorcery
1: is this? Thing is, it's been a while since we last fought, yeah? I'm better now. And you, you're just the same monster I already killed once.
0: Mm. <laughs> as you were starting to realise, Vordecai is still using his same stat block. <laughs> he was once very menacing, and now yeah. is significantly less so.
1: Yeah. And I didn't even have Van with me last time. You're going to be sorry you missed with the thorns. And on that dramatic note, Mordecai now gets to, uh, lay a smack down. Yes. You did not have him with you last time.
0: Events have changed, and so circumstances must change with them. He steps back away. Your pawn is my pawn. And cast Dominate on Varn. Yep. rolls a Kaelin-esque natural one as well, save.
1: All right. Hey, he's part of Corwin's party right now.
0: Yes, yes, he is.
1: Um, how would he like the twin?
0: He would love the twin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He would love not rolling ones. Oh, and he... I... Turns his sword towards you. Kalen. It's clear now who my enemies are and why I should face them. <laughs> she turns back to Bornekai. Vortica. Bornekai's <laughs> eye socket narrow.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is the, this was what it was like fighting him last time. Lots of really bad spells, lots of hideous saves. But if you make the saves, you're not actually taking damage.
0: Cool one. Lad, we had a long night to go, but I've got a good idea on how to put this beastie down. I'd like to see one of his horribly high-level spells. Go right ahead, huh? Hey. All right. Alright, come on then. And marches straight up to Bordecai who endeavors to tap him again with a skillful hand. Yep. Uh Hits Corwin's touch AC, which, like yours, is fairly trivially done. Yep. Uh, deals Corwin a fairly nasty aching damage. Corwin sort of <clears throat> slows, begins to grind a little. No, no, beastie, I don't think so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me show you a few tricks I've learned. Since we last ran into you. My lady's always knowing what to do with the undead. If she were here, you'd be ash in a moment. You'll have to settle for the next best thing. But I think this'll burn. <laughs> I think your time is long, long up. <laughs> Whatever's left in this world needs to go. Puts a hand out towards him and heal.
1: Oh. Alright, so he's got... Vordecai's got a like, just touch AC, which i <laughs> <you remember. laughs>
0: <laughs> Did Vordecai make his touch AC? No, no, no. Touching him is um trivially yep. easy. Vordecai gets a will save for half damage. Yeah. Which he also, in keeping with the theme of the evening, rolls well, a one on and fails. Oh, excellent. And takes 150 points of damage. Wow. As Corwin is now a 15th level cleric.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he was already making on some of these fights making Caleb look like the guy who just showed up to carry his stuff.
0: (laughs) He steps in. Steps in. I think your time is up. (laughs) Heal! And Vordecai turns on him and just disintegrates away Mm -hmm. as the positive energy spreads through his bones like a virus, cracking them and turning them to ash. And a moment later, Vortokai collapses into a pile of dust. Horagnum the Nightmare Rook rises off his shoulder for a moment and... Ha! Not over yet! Not over yet! And then seems to turn and just flap out of reality and vanish altogether. (laughs) Yep. And Van turns to you. And at this point, Svetlana has kind of just wandered off through the battle yeah. for a couple of rounds, is wandering that way. Barn turns to you. Is it over?
1: hope so. Can I have my little back? We've got a long night ahead. Can't I'll hold back to you. will. Um, less.
0: She turns again, no longer looking glass-eyed and wandering elsewhere, just kind of vaguely vacant yeah, and smiling happily like this is all a perfectly normal part of her wedding. And she says, yes. Mom looks to I think I have some things to say to my wife, if you'll excuse me. Turns, goes over to her, puts his head in with hers, talks quietly to her. Nothing so dramatic as a kiss. He merely speaks to her. She smiles back at him. He very hesitantly takes her hand, and the dream around you dissolves. Hey, and you find yourself standing back in Van's bedroom, where he and Spetlana are no longer twitching and thrashing around the place. That silver light that is upon them that is protecting their bodies from the nightmares falls away. They are now simply asleep.
1: And Calum will sort of settle them a little because they've both got, um, you know, nasty um, damage that they've taken from each other in the course of this. Yeah. How? You're right, lad. Yeah, I know, as you say, we've a long night ahead, and I'll do for the moment. Well, no point carrying a wound if
0: you don't have to. How bad are you hurt? Cure light like would probably be plentiful. I have ten. Q. You Want more? I've got plenty of spells. No,
1: I'm good. Mm-hmm. Hey,
0: this is, I may not have been as strong as I may not have been as strong as you are now when I left, but here in this here in this dream, it's part of old Mab's favour. As so if I hadn't left. Mm-hmm. Still here with you. I've got plenty still to go. <laughs> Admittedly, if you want me to do that again, that was kind of it.
1: <coughs> no, I think we'll, we'll take the one undead which, it, It's disintegrated. Uh, I don't think Vortico would have liked to fight us today. And, um, Kel and, um, Switches, um, Sacrifice back to match. We'll all the standard order and, um, turns the blade round thoughtfully... It, I, I'm a lot stronger than I used to be, but I'm clearly just the warm-up act when it comes to the undead these days. It would have taken me a good bo- many more sword blows to take him down.
0: thing is, lad, I'm not all that sure it would. I think... And it's at times like this, I've never wished more I was Lord Fancy Pants, where I could actually explain it to you in words of more than one syllable. But I think that's Varn's nightmare rather than the Nightmare rock itself manifested through him. It's what Vodokai was, exactly as strong as he was, without growing him.
1: Well, that's a comforting res- revelation in a night of um, less than pleasant experiences. On the downside, it
0: does mean in any given dream, the power of the things we face will depend on how, how, how deep the dreamers' fears and nightmares run.
1: Mm. Well, I certainly wasn't expecting to be facing him again. There's a lot of nasty things that might be in, a, in and around... All right in any case let's press on for now yeah do we want to continue on with those uh, people um I don't know if we do we've got Luke wouldn't we of GM section with Luke Underfoot yeah. I um figured it was worth finishing the battle but well, I'm probably pretty content to leave it there do
0: we want to move on to a next dramatic point
1: that does sound good so um
0: you've got uh, Christopher Rossi Leon the old bell dame and Tristan on the all right sideboard.
1: well um. I think I would probably normally go after Tristram, but I feel like scene-setting-wise, it's more fun to um, not have the two forms right after each other.
0: Uh, I'm actually perfectly happy with that. So I'll, I'll drive that one then. Okay, sure. So, then, because this makes a sort of geographic sense, back yeah. in The Waking World in Castle Stagthorn, you go across to Tristan's room, which is just a little ways down from Barnes, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Um, you get there expecting to see him sleeping and to pass through his door, except in the waking world, his door is open. It has been cracked, and can you give me a knowledge, architecture, and engineering check? Always a pleasure. Uh, vast quantities.
1: Uh, 18 plus 18. Cool. Uh, 36.
0: 36. 36. Yeah, so you look at Tristan's door, it's a solid heavy oak door, and it has been cracked around the lock, and it looks like somebody strong, somebody as strong as you, has come along and just kicked this door repeatedly in the waking world until it has shattered off its hinges, um, booted it aside, rushed into Tristan's room, and Tristan is not there Ah. His body is not in his room. Okay. And at this point, uh, you were down to some manner of search check to see if you can work out what's happened here. Well... Like,
1: I, I have very little search. Would survival be any good to me?
0: Uh, only if you can actually follow tracks.
1: Which I cannot. Yes. All right. Well... Let's deploy the untrained search check, because thus far I've been rolling super great this session. Yep. And there it is again. A two. Kaelin's cool. relatively confident that there was a struggle in this room. The door being kicked off its hinges, that was his clue.
0: Yeah, so the room has not very obviously been wrecked and trashed and set on fire. Things are not all over the place, but, you know, there's some tussled clothes, The yeah. door has clearly been violently kicked in by somebody... With with your level of strength. You're not talking freakish mutant forty mm-hmm. strength here. They haven't exploded the door or its hinges. It's just somebody with sort of 20-odd strength has come along, put their boot into it several times and kicked it wide open, and then come in. The room is a little disheveled. There's no horrible blood on the floor, but Kalen has no idea where his brother is.
1: Dun-dun-dun...